0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Knut. Coming up this afternoon, Lee allen Vossler will have details on a low-stress cattle handling course. Up first in today's country comment, we'll hear from Chris Beaudry. He spoke last week at the Thanks for Farming tour in Winkler about mental health. That's coming up in today's country comment. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Mental health was a big focus of the Thanks for Farming tour held last week in Winkler. One of the keynote speakers was Chris Baudry.
1: I'm a farmer from St. Francis, Saskatchewan. I was a coach of the 2017-18 Humboldt Broncos when we were involved in the bus accident. And I pretty much focused my life a lot around mental health and healing since then.
0: Yeah, and we're here at the Thanks for Farming tour in, uh, in Winkler. I guess uh, just take us through um, you know, some of the key points of your presentation, um, what you'll be focusing on here today.
1: So you are going to talk about the unpredictable nature of farming and actually how when things get unpredictable, it brings up the stubbornness pattern in us and that this pattern's developed early in life when situations that we can't control show up. Things get out of control. And what do we learn as a child? How do we deal with that is we become hard, we become stubborn. And what is that, how does that show up today for us? Are we actually acting from a place of choice or are we
0: just reacting from this stubborn pattern? And this is something that uh, can arise um, in bad and good times.
1: Absolutely, this can show up in bad times. Like examples for farming when if you get a hailstorm, you get too much rain, not enough rain. How does that show up? How do we become hard and indecisive? Or even in good times, if you have a good crop, what happens inside of you that makes you act from this
0: pattern and not from a place of choice. And just how important is it to be talking about mental health uh, for farmers? I know that's something that's maybe not always the easiest, but um, you know, we're seeing more of these um, helplines uh, coming up here with uh, some of these difficult times. But you know, just the overall importance of, of um, talking about mental health. I
1: think it's really important and just the fact that it's more than we make it out to be that these things are more than just our emotions that they come they're they're learned habits and because it's a learned habit it's something that can change and that we're the only ones that can change it it actually invites us to be fully responsible for our lives and when we become fully responsible it means that most of the things happening in our lives are up to us it takes a finger from pointing outwards and it points inwards and that's difficult but that also gives us a bit of freedom
0: I guess just any advice for anyone listening on, um, you know, if they are going through some issues or, or um, just need to talk, you know, what, what advice would you have for, for someone?
1: And I mean, one of the first things I always say is one of the most powerful things out there is sharing your story. You don't know who that's going to affect, and you may be very surprised that it affects you. It can be the catalyst for your healing and someone else's, and that's going to help other people share as well. That's actually why I'm here today.
0: That was Chris Beaudry, one of the keynote speakers last week at the Thanks for Farming tour held in Winkler. Chris talked about mental health. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Knute. Manitoba Agriculture says crop quality varies widely with southern areas of the province in better condition than areas further north. Fungicide application is slowing across the province as crops grow past the appropriate timing windows. Producers have done much more fungicide application this year than in previous years. A few insect concerns have popped up in localized spots across Manitoba, with Bertha armyworm spraying reported in the eastern region. Soybean and pea aphids have also been found in these crops. Grasshoppers are present in all regions. Feeding damage varies and has generally remained below economic levels for this time of the season, but some spraying is required. Manitoba Pulse and Soybean Growers is giving an update on the province's field pea crop. Here's production specialist Laura Schmidt.
2: Field peas, they're ranging anywhere from flat pod or R3 to full pod or R4 stages. Even some of the earliest seeded fields are beginning to mature. So once peas have reached the full pod stages where those seeds have filled the pod, Fungicide applications are no longer recommended because we're within that 30-day pre-harvest interval of several products and also because disease isn't expected to be affecting yield any longer. And once peas again have reached that full pod stage, they're also not as sensitive to pea aphid feeding and controls no longer recommended there either.
0: And Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada's research scientist Dr. Richard Cuthbert and his team in Swift Current have been busy working on new wheat varieties for Western Canada. He says they have a number of potential wheat varieties that they hope to take to the Prairie Recommending Committee for registration next year.
3: So there's three potentially um, CWRS's that are looking very, very good, high yielding, um, with better disease resistance. There's a next iteration past a Wheatland in Starbuck. Um there's also a solid stem a CWRS that we're looking at. We hope it'll be supported for registration. And then there's a really high yielding Canada Prairie Spring Red for a, a line that's being tested that looks promising. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute.
0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Egg Wire for Wednesday, August 3rd. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, Glendalee Allen-Vossler will have details on an online low-stress cattle handling course. When it comes to working with livestock, it's important to not only stay calm, but to try to keep the animal as calm as you can. With that in mind, Merck Animal Health has created an online low-stress cattle handling course. Glendalee Allen-Vossler caught up to Lee Sinclair to find out more about the program.
4: Lee, tell us a little bit about this Creating Connections program from Merck that focuses in on low stress cattle handling.
5: The main three things that we want to talk about is the eye is the focal point, Number two is cattle want to naturally come half around us. And number three is they want to see you, their source of guidance, and their destination simultaneously. So so what that means is we want to work more from the side or from the front and not get in behind them and push them and put a lot of pressure on it.
4: And it makes it a lot easier on you as a producer and on the animal himself,
5: right? Exactly. It works both ways. So it lowers the stress on the people involved. Uh, hopefully there's no yelling and screaming and, and all that sort of thing. And then, of course, that transfers over to the animals. So if we can keep those animals calmer, products that we manufacture, like our vaccines, etc., are going to work better because those can- those animals are going to go to water, have a drink. They're going to be hydrated. Uh, they're going to eat and be... And be uh, Uh, gaining weight so it's about it's about efficiency and productivity is what it's about.
4: And staying with efficiency and productivity the new equipment uh, cattle handling equipment just keeps getting better and better for animals and for producers.
5: Uh, And again it's a safety issue right so so yeah the the equipment is getting better and and, and safer so for both animals and humans and, and even from an animal welfare standpoint too as well so again when we talk low stress it's it's animal welfare that we're looking at as well
4: are we seeing more producers doing this now there's for I remember a number of years ago going to some cattle handling demonstrations and hearing people talk about it are we seeing more producers doing this now
5: I think there's more interest in it uh, as you know maybe kids have moved off the farm so now there's there's maybe not as many people at home so we got to find a better and more efficient way to do things so so I think having that maybe people are getting older you know how do how do we do this better and more efficiency and and that you know that's what this show about is about is is new and efficient products well boy we can do it with just position distance angles when we're working cattle we can be efficient
4: when we talk about low stress cattle handling and Merck you know we think of you on the pharmaceutical end not so much on the other end talk about the the decision to to merge that connection
5: it's interesting. It, it came about in 20, probably about 2014, and it was one of our veterinarians in Brazil uh, that was working uh, with our reproductive drugs, and he was having problems getting these heifers bred. So these first uh, first-time heifers, um, getting them AI'd, and what he found was is, is was the way the guys were hand bringing those heifers out of the pasture, and how they were handled through the system to try and get them uh, on this timed AI program, and the conception rates were really low, and it was because because how they were handled they weren't handled in a calm matter uh, so by that time Bud Williams had passed away uh, so he needed somebody else to reach out to. How do we do this better? And he reached out to Dr. Tom Nofsinger. And then Tom and his group are out of Nebraska. They look ab- uh, look after about a million head of cattle on feed every day. And Tom's one of Tom's big jobs, and Tom learned from Bud Williams, is, is low-stress stockmanship. So Tom, at the feedlots that he goes to, works with a lot of staff on on how to do this better, and, and some tips and tricks on low-stress tr- low stockmanship. So Paulo and Tom teamed up, and so that's where these online videos came from. So it's you'll see Tom and and Dr. N or sorry Dr. Noffsinger and Paulo working on these videos together and showing us the concepts of low stress stockmanship. And the website is creatingconnections.info
4: and that's free
5: it's totally free and everybody can go on there and check it out there's eight different modules now owners of a ranch or a feedlot if they want their staff to do it if the staff want to take some of the training modules they actually log in and get a password again it's totally free but this the staff at the end of those modules there's a test and so the staff person can get a certificate of completion so it's a nice thing that if somebody gets hurt at home right and and you know at least they, they've got some record of training uh, in the file of the manager and, and even the person working the cattle.
4: I, I was thinking more along you know producer operation but you mentioned feedlot and uh, that is key when we talk about trying to uh, you know lessen the stress on the animals yeah. to make sure that they're being handled in a calm manner even at the feedlot.
5: Well, and, and there's quite a few steps in that chain too. So not only the calves at home, but when, when they're moved out to grass, they're moved from grass into the auction mart, right? So they might be handled in the auction mart, and then maybe a backgrounding yard, then an auction mart again, and then finally maybe a finishing feedlot. And then again, they go to the packing plant. So there's a lot of steps in that chain that we need to to have melded together in, in, in proper stockmanship.
4: Consumers also benefit from this because... The animals are handled in a very calm, relaxed manner. So they're not experiencing stress. And it's, it's that stress that can cause meat to be tough, right?
5: Exactly. That meat's going to be tougher because the cortisol level, hormone levels, natural hormone levels are, are rising up. So uh, that meat can be tougher, et cetera. So it's an animal welfare, it's animal health, it's animal husband. It just... Low-stress stockmanship ties everything together.
4: And producer safety at the end of the day. Producer
5: safety and uh, consumer um, trust and and, uh, wanting to have a good product.
4: I had an opportunity to catch up with Lee Sinclair from Merck Animal Health during Ag in Motion where he was talking about their Creating Connections program. For Golden West, I'm Glenda Allen Vossler.
0: Thanks, Glenda Lee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, the farm at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Ag Wire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Manitoba Forage and Grassland Association is hosting a workshop entitled Diversity Grazing. Tomorrow the cost is $30. You can register on the MFGA website. The Cultivate Sustainability Conference and trade show is planned for September 7th at the RBC Convention Centre. Register for the conference at foodbeveragesmb.ca. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Wednesday afternoon, we continue our focus on mental health here today. Louise Sanders with the Stress Experts in Carmen was in Winkler last week at the Thanks for Farming tour talking to farmers. That was in partnership with the Do More Egg Foundation. Lots of talk here uh, today about uh, about mental health. Um, I guess, uh, Louise, just talk about Do More Egg and, and what you guys do there.
2: There are three pillars that More Ag is really based on, and it's awareness, community, and resources. So their goal is to really connect agriculture industry to resources that can help people with their mental health.
0: I guess just talk about, you know, someone who is going through some issues or, or needs help. Um, what are some ways they can reach out? So
2: they can do that with, they have a few programs. More Ag has some programs. Talk, Ask, Listen is one that I help um, promote. And work with I do the training for that in the province of Manitoba so they have programs that you can contact or get into involved with Um, they also have community that you can join and have conversations about mental health and around mental health and stress and resilience Uh, and they also have resources so anyone that you if if you're going through a crisis or if you're having difficult time and you want to reach out to someone even if you want to remain anonymous they have a bunch of resources on their website that you can get in contact with.
0: Why is it so important, uh, you know, especially now to, to talk about mental health, um, just with all the, all the issues going on here?
2: There's always something happening in the agriculture industry, whether it's flood, drought, uh, fires, anything. There's always something happening in the industry that there's a lot of stressors. And farmers, when they have the resilience that they need, And a strong mental health base, then they can really be that strong person that they identify with already. So farmers right now, they have this idea, this stigma, uh, or this, not a stigma, they have this idea about themselves that they're strong and that they don't have any mental health problems. And whether they do or they don't, there's always more mental wellness that you can achieve.
0: You've been walking around here today at the tour. Do you find people are becoming more open to talking about mental health?
2: I think they are. Yes, I, th- I think it's becoming more of a, of a topic of conversation and it's not so stigmatized anymore.
0: That was Louise Sanders with the Stress Experts in Carmen. She was in attendance last week at the Thanks for Farming tour in Winkler. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. Farmers are always looking for crop varieties that show good yield potential and have a strong agronomic package. Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada's research scientist, Dr. Richard Cuthbert, talks about some of the most popular wheat varieties in Western Canada.
3: Well, AAC Brandon continues to be very, very popular. Um, Some of our... Others that are up and coming uh, are AAC Wheatland and AAC Starbuck and AAC Broadacres. Uh, they're all the next generation of a Brandon, I would say. They're about the same plant height, but with iterative improvements in disease resistance and significantly higher yielding, especially in uh, environments prone to orange wheat blossom midge, as They have the gene that confers resistance. Manitoba Pulse and Soybean Growers is giving an update on the province's
0: soybean crop. Here is production specialist Laura Schmidt.
2: Soybeans are setting and filling pods, staging them at R3 to R4. Soybean aphids have been confirmed in a few fields at low levels. Uh, These aphids are blowing in from the south and overall populations remain quite low here. Natural enemies are able to manage aphid levels.
0: And Regina will debut its own brand of mustard today as the Queen City X kicks off. Regina Exhibition President Tim Reed says Saskatchewan grows 80% of Canada's mustard seed, and they want Regina to be the country's mustard capital. The Queen City Mustard is a collaboration between the Saskatchewan Food Industry Development Centre and Egg in the Classroom and will be for sale at the X. All proceeds will support the Regina Food Bank. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program.